0: Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Lemington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. So today I'm going to be wrapping up our fourth part series of Just Ask It. So if you've been here the last three weeks or you've been listening through podcasts, you'll know that we've been on a series called Just Ask It, and each week we've been asking ourselves one question, one question. So if you've just come on in now into our final part, or if we just need to jog your memories, we're going to have the question come up here on the screen. So we've been asking ourselves what the why is, thing to do. And that's been leading to another question, which each week we've been asking. So I think it'd be great if we can say this all together. In fact, I think what we'll do, I think we'll have this side of the room say it first. And then we'll have this side of the room say it next, and we'll see which side can say it with the most enthusiasm. So over here first, here's our question. After three, one, two, three. In light of my past experience, current circumstances, and future hopes and dreams, what's the wise thing to do? Fantastic. Over to this side after three, one, two, three. In light of my past experience, current circumstances, and future hopes and dreams, what's the rising thing for me to do? So that's been our question that we've been thinking on over these last three weeks, and this being our final part of this theme. I wonder if any of you have stopped during your week And ask yourself that question. I know for me, there's been a couple of times this week and last week where I've been in the middle of thinking about something or a decision to make and I have stopped and thought, actually, what is the wise thing for me to do right now in this situation? And we've been thinking about the fact that not what's the thing I can get away with, Not what's the legal thing to do. Not what's the thing that might make me feel okay to do. But actually, what's the wise thing to do? And today, I'm going to be looking at the subject of time. We've all got it. We've all got the same amount, funny enough as well. But a little bit. Of thought around time. You see, you can make more money. You can make more friends. But you can't make more time. You can count your money. You can count your friends. But you can't count your time. We can overeat. We can overspend. But we can't. Overlive our time. And the Bible's got a lot to say about time. And one particular verse that's going to start us off today is in a book called Job, which is in the first part of the Bible in the Old Testament. And in Job chapter 14, verse 5, it says these amazing words. Why don't we read it together? A person's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set limits he cannot exceed. Wow! That's telling us that your days and my days of our life, of how long we're going to be on this earth, are already determined. God already knows. He's already got the exact amount of numbers that he knows that you are going to live on this earth. And he set limits. He set boundaries. And however much we try, or however much we desire, or however hard we work or healthy we are, God said, I've got your days numbered. And when they're done, they're done. You can't push those limits, and we can't even bring that limit forward. God's got the number of your days already determined, already decreed. See, time is our most valuable commodity. But as we see there, our time is limited. It's going to run out for all of us one day. Maybe today you're here and you're a mum. Maybe you're here today and you're a father. Maybe you're here today and you're a business person. You're a professional. Maybe you're here today or you're listening through our podcast and you're a retired person. Maybe you're here today and thank God you find yourself in brilliant health. Maybe you're here today or you're listening, you don't find yourself in great health. You don't find yourself in a great position, But for each one of us today, wherever we're at in life, whatever our season, whatever our age, be it young or old or in between, wouldn't you want every single day of your life to count? Wouldn't we? I'm sure each one of us have a desire. I want every day of my life to count. I want every day of my life to mean something. I don't really want to waste the time that I've got, but I want it to count. I wonder what you would do if you knew how long you've got left to be on this earth. If someone told you how much time you've actually got left in your life, I wonder what you'd do. I wonder if you'd carry on living how you're living now or I wonder if suddenly you'd slam the brakes on and you'd change things up. You'd do those things that you keep putting off. You'd go see those people that you've kept saying you're going to go see. You'd get serious in your relationship with God. I wonder how you would choose to manage your time and steward your time. You see, Many of us have been blessed with many things that we steward. Our homes, our families, our finances. But actually, God's given you your time to steward. He's given you your time to manage. Yes, someone might be able to give you a few suggestions, but end of the day, it's your time. And God's given you that to steward. And last week, it was my birthday on Sunday. And I was here and I had a lovely time and at loads of cakes. And it was great. But you know, I'll let you into a secret. I'll let you know how old I am. The kids haven't got a clue. They come out with the strangest numbers. I'm not 60 pats, uh, pa- 59. No, 37 last week. Woo! But you know what? And I hear I hear my mum's voice now in me. I don't feel my age. And it's true. I think 37, how did that happen? I should be 21. Really? Like, I don't know where the 20s went. The 30s are going way too quick. But the truth is for each of us, we joke, don't we? But we can look at our life, we can think, this is my age and... How did I get here? Where's all the time gone? What have I done? Someone must have stolen at least a decade from me. Because the truth is, time is like sand. Just goes through your hands, goes through your fingers, and it's gone so quickly. Just a few thoughts to throw out. About time before we look at what the Bible's got to say about it. Every minute counts. Sometimes we may think, well, I've only got 10 minutes right now, or I've only got 30 minutes. So, what? Well, that doesn't really mean anything, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. But the thing is, with your life and my life, every minute does count. If you Do the same thing. You commit yourself to doing something every day, even be it for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. You may think, 10 minutes, what's that going to do? You do that thing every day. After 12 months, after 2 years, after 5 years, you'll be astounded. Learning a musical instrument, a few minutes every day. Wow, the result after a few years. Every minute counts. Every day, picking up God's word, praying with him every day. It's only a few minutes. It doesn't really matter. It does. Because you have a few minutes every day doing the right thing, doing the wise thing. It builds up. It pays off. A week down the line, you feel closer to God. A month down the line, he's starting to put new thoughts in your heart. Six months down the line, you've got more of the word of God in you. Every minute does indeed count. The second thing is time is so easy to waste. So easy to waste. You see, sometimes, and we all are guilty of this, we can ignore... The important things that we really need to do, maybe that phone call we keep putting off, maybe that chore in the house, that bill we've got to sort out, that email we've got to respond to, and we can waste our time over here in this big box. And I like to call this box nothing. <laughs> but we are doing something. We're Surfing Facebook. Just find out what's going on. I've got to find out what's going on. It'd be rude not to know. I'll just catch up on those episodes I've recorded. I'll just look at that thing on Amazon. I'll just go and... And we can get to the end of our day, or even the end of our week, and we can think, what have I done? Nothing. It's all really amounted to a big... Box of nothing. It's not really benefited you. Your life's not really any better for it. If you love Jesus here today, it may not really have helped you get any closer in your walk with Jesus. It's really nothing. Yet over here, we've wasted time when maybe we should have been on the important things. And the third one, And this one just gets me. You can't get back time. You can't do it. Some things you can cram. Let's say you're revising for an exam. You could cram in that revision at the last minute. If you're getting ready to move house, you could cram in that packing. And you'll probably get through it. Probably be exhausted at the end of it. But you'll get through it and you'll think, I've done it. But with some things, you can't get back time. When it's about investing in relationships with people, you can't get that time back. If you don't take the opportunities sometimes when we get them, sometimes they don't come back. Sometimes we can look back and we can think, I wasted that time, I wasted that season of my life. I wasted those opportunities. I wasted those abilities God had given me. And what did I do? Nothing. I've got nothing really to show for it. We can't get back time. So let's see this morning what the Bible says about time. We're going to look in at a couple of books and the first book is called the book of Ephesians and it's written by a great guy called Paul. And in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 to 16, here is what Paul saying to you today and saying to me, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Making the most of every opportunity. What's Paul saying to us there about our time? Paul is saying, come on, get full value of every minute of every hour, of every day, of every month that God has been gracious to give you. Get full value. Redeem it, which means make the most of it. Don't be foolish. Don't just hang in the nothing box. Be wise. Make the most of every opportunity, of every second of time you've got. And it's a little bit like this. At Christmas we were given a Marks and Spencer's voucher for £20. The first thing I thought was great, I'll see what's on sale in the women's department in MS. Dave is probably thinking, I'll see how many biscuits I can buy for £20. But see, would it be foolish to rock up to MS with our £20 gift voucher and say Right, I am spending £5 worth of this voucher. I'm not bothered about the 15 Here you go, young man at the cashier. You can put the, the rest of it in the bin. It doesn't matter. I've got my £5 worth, the 15 No! Would you be like... Every penny of that 20 pounds I am spending. I am redeeming the full 20 pounds. I am getting every last penny out of this voucher. That is exactly what Paul is saying to us here. He's saying, come on, friends. Make the most Get every drop out of your time, out of your life, out of the opportunities that God gives you. Don't spend just five pounds worth of it. Get the lot. Squeeze out of your time and of your opportunities everything you can get. How do we do that? Really quick, really simple. The first one is I think Paul is saying there, be intentional. Making the most is being intentional with our time. It's easy to hang in the nothing box when we're not being intentional. We've got a great opportunity at the start of a year to think, right, for those of us who are here love Jesus, what is it that God is talking to me about? What are the things in my life that I know God is asking me to do? That might be one thing. It might be five things. Doesn't matter how many, how simple or how big, one of the things that Jesus is asking you to do or is going on in your life, and then let's be intentional. Okay. I know one needs to read more of the word. Emily shared with me yesterday. Last year Emily thought to herself, I need to get more of the word in me. Emily was intentional. She downloaded an app to her phone, a Nikki Gumbel daily devotion to her phone. Every day, she gets the emails. She sits down and she reads them. She's being intentional. She's making the most. She's not just doing nothing. She's got her devotions. She's being intentional. She's being purposeful. Maybe there's people you know you've got to see. Let's stop thinking about it. Let's just do it. Let's pick up the phone, go see that person. Maybe there's an idea that keeps coming to your mind, and you keep thinking, well, I'll wait till I feel better. I'll wait till the weather's better. I'll wait till I feel God has really spoken to me. No. Just be purposeful, be intentional. Get on and do it. What's the worst that can happen? It can fail. And you can think, I'll never do that again. But at least you've not hung out in nothing. At least you've done something. At least you're trying to redeem. You're trying to get the full value of the time that God has given you. And Paul, he says some other incredible words in another book called Hebrews. Chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. Now, I'm going to take a moment, and I'm going to take my shoes off. You might think, what on earth is going on? I can smell the odours from where I am. For those listening on podcast, I'm now picking up a pair of trainers. While I put my trainers on, feel free to turn to the person next to you, ask them, have you got trainers? If so, what colour are they? What size shoe are you? Would you ever bring your trainers to church? We're going to read Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders, and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And we're just going to go back there to verse 1. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. You see Paul there, he's likening your life to a race. He's saying you're in a race. We've got the start which is when we're born, and we've got the end, which is when we die, and we leave this earth. And he's saying, you're in a race. You're in a race, and there's a race that's already marked out for us. You see, and we've got to get, we've got to get our trainers on. We've got to know that we're in a race, and we've got to mark every day We've got to get the most out of every single day because the reality is none of us know how long our race is going to be. We're in it now. You're in it today. You're running today. I'm running today. But we don't know how long that race is going to be. We might think... I've got a huge race. It's going to be going on for years. But how do you know that? Who told you you've got loads of time? How does Leanne know how much time I've got? None of us know how long this race is going to be. And Paul is saying, let us run the race, fixing our eyes on our possessions. Fixing our eyes on our friends. Fixing our eyes on our health and strength. No. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. Because friends, this is where I'm not holding any punches back. The Bible says we all have a race to run And when that race is finished, we will leave this earth. Our bodies will die, but the Bible teaches us our spirit will live. And the Bible teaches us that one day, each of us, whether we believe in Jesus or not, that each of us are going to see him. And you know what? We're going to feel two things. When you meet Jesus and me, we're either going to feel reward, we're going to think I ran the race, I did it I fell over a few times, I had to get myself up, my friends had to get me up, my Christian friends brushed me down, but I've done it. All those hours i spent reading the Bible, praying doing the right thing, telling people about Jesus, serving in my local church community. I've done it. I've run the race. And we're going to feel a reward. Or, for some of us, we may meet Jesus and we may feel regret. What was I doing? What was I doing? I wasted So much time in the nothing. I wasted so much time. I wasted so many opportunities. I wish I'd done more extra hours on overtime. I wish I'd got that bigger car. Friends, we won't be thinking any of that. It's not important. Reward or regret. And I hope and my desire is for each one of us here and everyone listening that we'll be in reward. We'll be in reward with all of our brokenness, all of our baggage, all of our issues, will be in reward. And I've got a rope here this morning. Don't worry, We're not going to do tug-of-war. And we're not going to do skipping. But you see, this rope this morning, this rope, I want us to imagine, it's a timeline of your existence. And this rope, It goes on, forever and ever. It's a timeline of how long you're going to live, how long I'm going to live. And this blue bit here, that is your time on earth. Just that. And all of this is your time in eternity. You see? And the thing is, we just focus on that. We get so consumed with that that we forget about eternity. We forget about forever. We think, I've got to be happy in this, I've got to have everything. I need and want in this. I've got to focus all my energies and time on this, because this is what matters now. Now. This has got to be good. But see, I believe Paul is there telling us, no. Come on, friends. This race is short. This race is so short but you've got all of this to be fixing your eyes on. So if that's all I've got, and that's what matters, how are you managing your time? How are you stewarding your time? What does your time look like? Where's your priorities? Where's your passions? What's the things that keep you awake at night and demand all your energies and focus and attention? And friends, I know, we've still got to live this well. We've still got families and homes and jobs and we've got to keep healthy as much as we can and we've got demands and we've got alarm clocks and I know, but look how... Short that is, it's not just about this. We've got to run the race. Fixing our eyes, not on now. You see, the world would tell you it's all about now. Forget that. You're not even there. Why worry about somewhere you're not? It's all about now. You've got to get those possessions, you've got to get that promotion, you've got to get that thing, you've got to have those relationships, you've got to feel happy, because it's all about now. See, and that, that's a lie that the enemy of our soul would want us to believe. He wants you to believe that. He wants you to think, it's all about now. But pause imploring us, friends. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Look further. Your time is not just about now. What you do now with your time is going to resound into eternity. Some of you, you tell people about Jesus and you may not yet have seen lives changed. I encourage you, keep doing it you're going to see things in heaven because of what you're doing now. And you may never see the reward now, but you'll see it in heaven. You'll see it in eternity. And just as I bring this into land this morning, just a few questions for us just to reflect on. are you being wise with your time? What are your priorities? It's questions that we can't just think about now, in the moment. It's questions we have to take into our private world, into our private place, into our homes, and to think, am I being wise with my time? In light, of eternity, what's the wise thing to do? In light of eternity, what's the wise way to be living my life? And finally, as we bring this all to close, many of us here have made a decision probably the best decision we can make in our life to follow Jesus. And that truly is the wisest decision that we can make. And for anyone here this morning, or anyone that's listening, that's not yet made what I believe to be the wisest decision to follow Jesus, it's simply say, hey, I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to come home. I'm waiting for you to know that it's not just about now, but actually I've got a home prepared for you for eternity. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.